Hey, y'all, welcome to the Builder Brand podcast series, where we talk about a wide variety of different topics and how it relates to the business journey, current business news, as well as, well, just plain old business in general. I'm your host, Jeremy Patton, and without further ado, we'll dive right in. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Building a Brand podcast series. Again, I am your host, Jeremy Patton. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss the topic of ending the crab in a barrel mindset. Now, there's a lot of different reasons why we should end the crab in a barrel mindset. I'm going to go over a few of the reasons why I want to talk about this topic today. We all experience the crab in a barrel situation, right? We all have seen or witnessed the crab in a barrel type of situation. We all know that in society, there are, and there's often only room for one person because there's one position open and we all strive to succeed in life and as a human nature ordeal, as far as us trying to succeed in life, we tend to tear down each other. We tend to root for each other to fall or for each other to fail when we see somebody struggling. And it's beyond time for us to end that mindset. <laughs> it's far beyond time for us to end that mindset, right? So the first point that I want to make in regards to this topic, is that we are all preconditioned for competition. Like I said, in life, in society, there's always only one spot available. There's always one position, only one opportunity available. And we have that, and you have a society of people that are struggling, people that are, you know, at a disadvantage, people that are only trying to survive and to better themselves, better their family, better their community. It is conditioned for us to be in competition and in a negative and harmful competition uh, against each other, right? We root we are, you know, we are given and put into a situation and into a circumstance where not everybody can make it. And, or at least we have traditionally been put into that situation with the rise of the internet and information, um, sharing information, technology, all those things are changing what is now possible. And so now instead of, you know, one person being able to make it, it, countless people can make it, right? There is, you know, an infinite amount of money that's floating around in the world. And there's enough for everybody to succeed and to 
live in a circumstance that is comfortable for everybody, right? Now, if we get out of the competition mindset of tearing each other down and get into a more mindset of us trying to improve our products, our services, and what we offered, us trying to improve the experience of customers, improve the experience of our employees, improve the experience of, you know, of everybody as a whole, then we can reverse engineer the conditioning that we have put or been put into to be in this negative competition with each other and look at each other as enemies as opposed to teammates, as opposed to positive competition uh, where, you know, you succeed, I succeed, we both succeed, but we both improve as we succeed. So that's my first point that I want to make. The next point that I want to make is that society is conditioned to root and to be drawn into negativity, right? Think about social media and think about the posts and the articles, even uh, news articles, the stories that are put in front of us and fed to us. It's the ones that go further, the ones that have higher ratings, the ones that have more interactions are usually the ones that are, uh, you know, deep rooted in negativity. You know, it's somebody that, you know, it might be a fight, somebody getting arrested, some kind of, uh, you know, relationship fallout, um, somebody making a public blunder. It's always those negative things that people are drawn into. And when you think about it, if that's all we're fed, if that's all we're given, when you turn on the news and all you see is negativity, 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 then our minds start to seek out that information. Our minds start to operate in that, uh, in that world of negativity. However, like if you end the crab in a barrel mindset, then you'll start to seek out the positivity. Then you'll start to root for the positivity. You'll start to root for people to succeed. You'll root for, you know, for everybody to win essentially. And yeah, that's a wishful thinking. Not everybody can win, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, Us rooting for people to fail is holding us back as a society. So instead of doing that, I challenge everybody to, you know, to look at and look for and fill their mindset with positive news with positive articles with positive you know facts with positive stories um and share those things right like it doesn't make sense why 
let's say a video of people fighting in public gets shared a million times, but uh, somebody that opened up a restaurant and they are the first entrepreneurs of their family and this restaurant is popular. It's, you know, it's successful. It's succeeding anyways. And that might get a hundred likes, but you know, no shares. Share positive news, seek it out. Excuse me. There's positive stories and positive news all around us all the time. Like I said, we got to start conditioning, retraining, and remolding our mindset to look for that information. You know, we say that we want to make the world a better place for our kids and for the youth and stuff, but we feed them or we allow them to feed into the negativity that's out there as well, as opposed to being the adults, being the bigger people and seeking out positive information and sharing that with the youth, sharing that with the our children and telling them, hey, this path is not the path that you want to go on or go down. I walked in those steps I, and some people are still walking in the world of negativity and it's one thing to prepare your children to survive that. It's another thing to promote it and to, you know, to pretty much give them, you know, a reward for going and staring down that pathway. You know, it's nothing to be proud of as a parent if you lead your kids into the same negative world that you lived and you teach them to take on the same negative activities that you take on, you know, as a adult in this world, you know, make the world a better place for the kids, for the youth. I always bring stuff back to that. Now break society, uh, you know, Break this society norm or the social norm in your own mindset and try to put out more positive information and try to put out more positive news in the in your proximity. That's your friends, your family, uh, you know, talk about positive things and seek out those positive things as well, uh, you know, because you could go out and experience it. You could go out and see you know, um, it, and you could see firsthand some of the positive stuff that's going on in the world all around us, right? And sometimes seeing is believing. Maybe you need to see somebody else that's succeeding in order to, and see it in person in order to, who realize that it is, you know, it is possible and that there are different avenues to success. There are different avenues to different career paths and stuff like that. Um, and so uh, that's that point, right? My next point is words cut deep and words will and can, words can at least kill somebody's dream. So let's say you know your friend 
or your family member or somebody uh, that is an acquaintance or somebody that you don't even know is trying to better their lives and they are trying to create something, they are building something, they are, you know, they started a business and they or started, they went back to school to go through a different career field, or they're trying to transition to a different career field, and you see this change, and you see them struggling, and you see them, uh, you know, in their early stages of struggle, which we all go through, no matter what, or how successful you are, we all go through early stages of not knowing what we're doing when we take on something new. That is, in life in general, that could be, uh, you know, think about a baby walking. A baby can't get up and just run. Yeah, some parents went, oh, my baby stood up and was running. No, your baby didn't. No, your baby didn't. Your baby was wobbling and scared for their life because they didn't know what was going on when they were able to stand up on their own. Then they you know, they're falling down all over the place. Then they might have the courage to take one step, but that one step, then they fall down. Then after a few attempts, then they might have the courage to take multiple steps and then run. And then after they pick up uh, the, the, not the courage, but they pick up the confidence in them being able to hold on and support their own weight and, you know, do the maneuver of walking. Then they might have started running around and stuff like that. Then after that point, then they might not have stopped running. So it might seem like they just got it, stood up and started running and never stopped running. But they everybody has a learning curve. Everybody has that learning period where you have to learn the process. You have to have the confidence in yourself. You have to build the awareness and the knowledge of whatever it is you're doing. And when that point comes around, then you will become and exuberate a higher level of confidence and be more efficient at whatever it is that you're doing. And again, that's personal life. That could be work life. That could be your career. That could be in school. Everybody has a learning curve that they have to go through where they're going to stumble or where they are uh, you know, not fully developed in that realm. And so when you see people start a business, when you see people going down their career path and stuff like that, you start to tear them down. Like you're only... Like it does, it doesn't make sense. Like you're only tearing down essentially your own people. Like at the end of the day, we are all in the same boat and we are all, we all come from different walks of life, different backgrounds. And, you know, we might have different, uh, you know, journeys, but at the end of the day, we are all trying to make it into the realm of success uh, that we hear about you know, that they say is, you know, out there. So if we're all walking down this journey and trying to find success, why would you tear down somebody else on their path to, to success? Why would it, like at the end of the day, the, the people have the courage to put themselves out there. People have the courage to go after their dreams. People have the courage to try something new. And as a society, it has become acceptable to tear down people that are not 
progressing as quickly as you know our eyes blink. I think with social media, it has brought on this notion that people reach levels of success overnight, and that's far from the truth. And a lot of the people that you find successful, if you do your research on them and their career path, you will see that they have been at it for a long time. You will see that uh, there were times where they didn't know what they were doing. There were times where they jumped out on faith and they had to figure it out as they went because you know they didn't have another option or they didn't give themselves another option. And so we have to change that mindset in ourselves and in the proximity around us, right? When it, if my circle starts talking about somebody that is trying to do better for themselves, one, I'm not going to participate in, you know, bashing and bringing down somebody, but two, I'm, I'm going to encourage that person to go after their dreams and go after their goals. I'll caution them for the, the risk that's involved. But at the end of the day, go after your dreams, go after your goals, support and change that mindset, change how we, you know, how we tear down people around us that are trying to embedder themselves. The next point I want to make is the system thrives when we do tear down each other, where we do compete in a negative competition. And it thrives because at the end of the day, the fewer people that make it to success, the more money that's floating around the people that have success. The systems, the the corporations that are out there that are racking in billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars a year, they thrive on no competition. So if we are building up and each person that starts to build up, each person that, that is trying to elevate and trying to create something, if we tear them down, that's one less person, that's one less business, that's one less competition that these established corporations have to worry about. That's one less individual that is taking part of their market share. So these execs, these, you know, they are sitting there in their high chairs, literally looking down at people and looking down at us tear each other apart, tear each other, uh, you know, down. And they, there's plenty of room for them. There's plenty of room that it continues to grow that there is not a really a crab and a barrel mindset for successful people because they know the value of supporting each other. They know that they, their support and their continued success 
and status in this world depends on the support of each other and them standing with one another. It depends on them making sure that policies aren't put in place to, to lessen their power, whether it's political, financial, uh, you know, economic, social power, all that. So if they are operating in a system where they are supportive of each other, why would you think that it's okay for you to operate in a system that is not supportive of each other, right? You're doing somebody else's dirty work by tearing down the people that are around you that are trying to make it. I think of the Support Black College brand. And when COVID hit, it was a big ordeal because their orders were backlogged and they had supply issues. So they weren't able to support or fulfill their orders. And they got ripped to shreds. And you could see that they're ripped to shreds because they went and they did public interviews trying to explain what happened. And people were still ripping them to shreds. And you could see it in their face that, you know, they didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know, you know, that type of backlash because I think that they had nothing but support from the, from the get-go. And then one slip-up that was not their fault the whole world's against them. And the whole world, I mean, our community, the black community, right? And it doesn't make sense that you would tear down a company like that. I work personally for, at the time anyways, uh, I worked for a multi-billion dollar company that Prior to COVID, we're already in my one plant, and there's plants all around the world that we're behind, but my one plant, we're behind like $100,000 worth of product. When COVID hit, we started going up to six, dollars $700,000 worth of product that we were behind as one specific plant. And all the other plants were behind in product were behind production and were behind schedule as well. So you know what we didn't get though? We didn't get our customers calling in and going to social media and telling saying that they will never support us or how horrible we are, how their orders aren't being fulfilled. How we didn't get any of that. And the black community and other, uh, you know, minority communities, specifically, I'm going to refer to black communities because I don't know about other com- minority communities. But in the black communities, we tend to tear down each other from one slip up. We tend to tear down each other from, you know, uh, from anything and everything that's little and minuscule. 
And we then go out and we support and we go to these billion dollar corporations like fast food restaurants and stuff like that, that mess up our orders every single time we go there. Or, you know, these corporations that have employees that don't respect us as customers or these corporations that have executives that don't respect us as people. And we continue to support them. And that doesn't make sense to me. But I'm going to go ahead and move on to my next point. Like I said, the system that we are operating and living in thrives off of us in this constant crab in a barrel competition where we continue to pull each other down and rip each other apart. We got to change that. Uh, My next point is that we don't belong in this type of system. Like we really don't. Everything in society is man made in the sense of, you know, in the sense of going out, trying to find a job, going out, going to school, going out and uh, competing for one opportunity, going out and, you know, being in competition with each other. Like that as a human race or as a human species, we should be collaborating to better improve our experience as a whole. You have people that are naturally more inclined to take on different subjects and different aspects in life, whether that is mathematics, science, uh, history, statistics, data, creation, builders, planners, and instead of us getting together as a, and bringing the best of the best together to work on a common goal, we instead go at this as you versus me kind of system. And if we're all, if we all have the same goal of succeeding, if we all have the same goal of bettering our lives and the lives of our families and the lives of the community around us and, excuse me, and no longer living in this rat race, this hamster wheel, this crab in a barrel society, then why not bring our resources together and figure some things out? All right, all right. All right, y'all. That'll conclude today's episode of the Building a Brand podcast series. Thank you for joining us today. As always, please comment your thoughts on today's episode below. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button to get notifications on future episodes. And as always, have a wonderful, exciting, and informative day. 
You guys take care. And as always, deuces.